Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello, it is Wednesday and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller and this is a pro wrestling podcast. Uh, we are about days away from WWE Extreme Rules 2018. So, of course, we're going to predict that on this show. But there's also some other things going on in the pro wrestling world slash UFC world we need to talk about and we'll touch on them too. All the nonsense out of the way to begin with. You can follow me on Twitter at Simon316, Instagram at Simon316. If you'd rather watch this on YouTube, it's youtube.com forward slash the Miller Report Rules. And as ever, all of this is supported thanks to patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller 316. There's links in the description. And who knows where else you can come give me a dollar. Hey, man, one dollar can buy me, I don't know, like one pea. And I can eat and I enjoy eating. But enough of that nonsense. Uh, I'm pleased to say that we do have a, uh, a guest this week. A very special guest, my good man, who always supports me with everything I do. It's Tom Anson. Tom, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Good, good to be back. Yeah, it's nice to have you back as well. I will also say happy birthday. It was Tom's birthday yesterday. So happy Thank birthday you. to Tom. You're very welcome. As we discussed before we came on air, adults don't get birthdays. It's just another day where people send you nice messages. That's it. That's uh, it. Uh, some nice messages. Yeah. Well, some, yeah, not all, some. So uh, the thing I wanted to start talking about straight off at the gates, I know a lot of people that listen to this are purely pro wrestling fans, but I still truly believe that when Brock Lesnar goes around doing the things that he does, that conversation kind of gets blurred. So if you don't know, UFC 226 on Saturday, it was uh, Stiopic versus Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier won. He's the new heavyweight champion. Then afterwards, there was a very pro wrestling angle. And I'll say straight off the bat, I don't care if it was fake. I don't care if it was real. It was very well done to get people interested. Brock Lesnar gets in the ring, basically calls the entire UFC heavyweight division a pile of shit and says that he wants to beat up Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier says, yes, over the next couple of days, it transpires that Brock is back in the Asada testing pool, which is the, uh, the, drug, the drug testing that UFC, you have to do for UFC if you want to fight. And now here we are. It seems very likely he's going to fight either at the end of the year or very early next year, depending on when he officially went back into the pool. And now our universal champion, who doesn't seem to give two hoots about his own championship in WWE, is going after one in the UFC. That is kind of a very sort of headline, a top heavy uh, sort of a thing. Tom, weigh in, man. You must have seen it. What did you think? Well, you know, does this affect WWE? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw it. I, don't, I have to admit, I don't watch UFC. Um, I, I, men punching each other in the face for real doesn't really do a lot for me. That's I must fair admit. enough, man. That's fair enough. Do uh, a lot of people the same. Well, I said, I mean, I like boxing, but I mean, UFC is a bit too brutal. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I saw it. You know, it was good for what it was. Um, I don't think it's particularly great for WWE. I mean, it's good in business. I guess in business way, it's good because obviously it brings more eyes on the product. But in terms of the universal title, it's just a joke beyond a joke now, I would say. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, yeah, my, they just they need to get it off of him as soon as possible. Yeah, because my, really my thing is I like it when Brock does this stuff because I feel like it creates a conversation. And to me, all the best things in anything, bit UFC or whatever, the conversation is what matters. If you get people talking, you've done, you've done something well. Uh, I think the interesting thing to take away from it is that if you did watch Raw, they did not mention Brock Lesnar's name once. 
Uh, when Roman Reigns was talking about going on to bigger and better things, that's all he said, bigger and better things. So whether or not they knew about Brock Lesnar doing this, I don't know. Whether they're annoyed at him, I don't know. This is all speculation on my end. But it does, like I say, it, it, we've now got to a situation where I know pro wrestling's not real before anybody sends me messages. I'm well aware of this. It is fake, I know. However... I like to pretend that it is real. I, I kind of thought about that, but I'd like to pretend it's real. And really, on paper, the Universal Champion that doesn't turn up to Raw has now been publicly, you know, shown to be going after a different championship. And I do think that's kind of where that the lines begin to blur. I think most of us can agree now, as Tom has just said, that we do need to get that title back onto Raw. How long that takes? I mean, really, at SummerSlam, we should just do it. It should be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar loses, Roman Reigns wins, you finally pulled the trigger on that nonsense, and then Brock can go into his training camp for the next six months, whatever he wants to do. And you know what? He can come back if he wants after UFC 2-2, whatever that will be, 3 probably something. That's fine, I've got no problem with that, but just don't make him the champion. Because Brock Lesnar has enough aura that we can put him in cool matches. For example, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. I'd like to watch all of those. In fact, I did a video for What Culture about this. It should be up this week. Keep an eye out for it. But he still has something special. But at this point, especially given that, we'll talk about this in a second as well, that Raw has just scored their lowest ever rating in history... You probably need to shuffle things up, and the good way to start that is by putting your main title back on your main show. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you just said. To be honest, I mean, they need that title back on Raw badly because I mean, it's I mean, around WrestleMania, it was all a bit a bit stupid where they didn't give the belt to Reigns, but now it's just dragging on so much, and no one seems to know what Brock's doing. Um, I mean, I got no problem with him going to UFC if that's what he wants to do. But he shouldn't be Universal Champ if he's going to be going for the UFC title. I just can't see how that works. I don't... I think for me, I don't mind blurring those lines. But at the moment, those lines are being blurred. But without, like I say, yeah, without putting... He's not on WWE TV. That's the... Yeah, so without that, it does become a bit of a... It it does become a a slight bit of an issue. Um, Yeah. But he needs to be on TV. That's the thing. He needs to be on WWE as well as on UFC. He needs to do both. But if you're training for a UFC fight, and you know he's going to need to train hard because he's not the youngest anymore. No, he's in his 40s now. Yeah, it's really exactly. hard. It's going to be tough for him to win that fight if he does go for it. Um, it's going to be tough to do both, do WWE and do UFC. Yeah, I, I think it's borderline probably impossible, yeah, in that sense. So, but I mean, the good thing is this, is that SummerSlam is on August the 19th, 18th, something like that. It's only a month yeah. away or so. So, you know, we can, we can get that title off of him that works for, you know, works for both, uh, you know, bo- both parties. And then we can just move forward, let everything settle a bit. And then, yeah, like I say, down the line, decide whether we want to, re- whether we want to bring him back or not. But again, I'm not going to lie. I-, I enjoyed the, um, uh, the spectacle of it all. I've got no, as a fan, I've got no problem uh, seeing Brock Lesnar back in the octagon. Like you just said, he's, you know, he's, he's getting on. So if he wants to do it, he should do it now. Let's not forget, though, he hasn't signed a contract. So who knows what's going to happen? But he has not signed a contract for UFC. Or that is the latest rumor, I should say. I don't have like an inside line to any of this. But yeah, as wrestling, um, you know, as a wrestling audience, I mean, we need the belt back on Raw anyway. But now, given this, we doubly need it back because, yeah, as of everything we just said, it just it becomes a bit of a difficult situation. Yeah, it, it has become difficult now because at the moment they're not even. Um, the speculation is obviously that he's not even going to appear at SummerSlam. I which, can't believe that's true. I know no, you, you are can't. right, but I just 
that would be mad. If you've got him on a deal where you, he's got at least one more appearance and you don't want to make that SummerSlam, I just don't get when, that at all. When do you do it after that as well? I mean, you've got, what, well, I think it's like TLC after SummerSlam. And then there's no real big pay-per-view apart from Survivor Series after that until the Rumble. And if it goes on till then, it would just be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that would be. They, they can't do that. I really hope they don't do that. I think now use what we've got here to, to, to pull the trigger. And tying it in as well, just because I'm interested to get your thoughts on this. Obviously, I'll get it up now just in case people want specifics. But Raw did post its lowest ever uh, figure ever it was 2.47 i think is the was well, 2,470,000 viewers uh which means it went below the um the other the lowest one before that was the 2,478,000 viewers uh when there was a presidential debate going on now i don't really think and one way i don't think it's actually as bad as people make out given that tv ratings are down across the board on top of the fact that we are in WWE's low season at the moment, between WrestleMania and SummerSlam, it always falls off. Admittedly, it's fallen off more here than ever. But I don't necessarily think it's all doom and gloom, especially given the TV contracts everybody's just signed. However, given that we have just started talking about the Universal title, do you think there's any kind of connection there? I'm not saying that we put the Universal title back on Raw and ratings you know, go back over 3 million or whatever. But do you, do you think it could be of benefit to the show from a TV rating standpoint to make sure there is a centerpiece and something we can build Monday nights around each and every week. Hey, I think it's got to be. I mean, we're not... At the moment, they're building, obviously, to Extreme Rules, but, I mean, it's... You know, there's no... The big match on Extreme Rules is probably what? For the SmackDown title, and that probably won't even main event. Um, so, they re- yeah, they really do need it back on Raw. You know, wrestling was always built around you know someone going for the heavyweight title. You know, throughout the eighties and nineties, that was always the big deal. And now we've got no champion ever. It seems at the moment. I can't remember the last time he was on Raw. When, when did he last appear on Raw? It would be. I don't think he's been on since post WrestleMania, has he? Or am I making that up? I don't know. It's been a long it's- time. Was he even on after WrestleMania? I don't think so. I and mean, if he was, the fact that we can't remember sums it up. He didn't do anything exactly. of note, and I think that's the main thing. We don't have a memory of that. I don't think he appeared between WrestleMania and the Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they really do need that title back there. And I think it will help viewing figures. I mean, I don't were they even up against anything this Monday? On uh, Were Raw even competing with anything on TV? I mean, if they again, if they were, it, it, it hasn't been made a big deal of. Do you know what I mean? Like no one's shouting oh. it from the rooftops. You have to presume that it's not. Even if someone does say that, that it's not a valid excuse. I just think Extreme Rules is a pay per view that doesn't really do well each and every week, each and every year. It just doesn't. I don't ever imagine the last time it blew up. We don't have the Universal Title, which is why I wanted to mention it. And what what else is really, you know, what else is really going on? I, I think at the moment it's very much aimed at the fans that are always going to stick around, stick around like you and I. And again, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. But it's from SummerSlam where they need to start ramping things up, which is why I say I don't think it's the end of the world. It's not great by any stretch of the imagination. You should certainly talk about it. But yeah, I, I you know, Braun Strowman versus, we're going to talk about this later. You know, Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens is very much a fans match. Uh, AJ Styles versus Rusev, a fans match. You know, Nakamura, Jeff Hardy, all these matches are not really going to get outside people interested, but hopefully that changes as we go forward. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's one big problem with Extreme Rules as well, and that is that it's not really that extreme. 
Well, I know. We're gonna, I mean, we may as well segue into that now. I mean, we'll talk about Raw and SmackDown as we go. But I mean, I've got the card up here. And, you know, yeah. there are, there are, I mean, there's a, there's a table. Okay, again, we'll get into it. There's a tables match. There's an extreme rules match. There's a shark cage match. I guess you could consider that extreme. A still cage match, a 30-minute Iron Man match. I mean, there's there. But it feels a little bit, yeah, a little bit watered down. Um, I, I wouldn't say necessarily I say, I think I would have mind the card. I actually think the card is quite good. And I actually think it's going to be a good show. And I think there's a couple of matches on there that haven't had great builds, but do have the potential to be a lot of fun on the other side. But yeah, I mean, I think a couple of other ones you probably could have thrown. Maybe like Finn Balor versus Baron. It is such a sh- Let's just start here. It's a terrible place to start. We'll start here. It is such a shame that Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin isn't a hair versus hair match or something like that, or a stipulation match where if Baron Corbin loses, he has to lose his hair because I think that would have added so much weight, especially to internet fans like you and I that were well, not me personally doing this, but I've seen all the jabs thrown at Baron Corbin for his receding hairline. And the fact that he just walked out on raw one day and had no hair, and we didn't tie that into a match, especially because I don't necessarily think the build to this has been as good as it could have been. I just think it's such a shame. Yeah, no, it was a shame because it's something, it was an angle you could have really built around. And then they just did it anyway without telling anybody. Yeah, and think how good it would have been because Finn Balor obviously would have to win if the plan is to yeah. um, is the plan to, to lose his hair. Think of not only the heat that could have given Baron Corbin as he reacted like Kurt Angle did all those years ago, but also imagine what that would have done for Finn Balor, somebody that needs something like that. Yeah, it would have, I and mean, it felt it felt to me like Baron Corbin just shaved his head because. He didn't want to sort of acknowledge the sort of jibes he was getting on the internet because he obviously people were laying into him a bit about the hair. So he just did it and didn't give him the satisfaction of it being a, an angle on TV a little I, bit. Yeah, I, I just don't get that. I don't get why you've got, especially if you know you're, you're segueing into this feud where there, yeah. is a, there is, all I can take away from that feud is Baron Corbin thinks that Finn Balor is small, which I hate, by the way, because we already did that with Daniel Bryan and Big Cass. So why we're repeating it, I don't know. But also that you know Finn Balor thinks Baron Corbin looks like a teacher, and I actually think they have a good match. I think that um, Baron Corbin, while he hasn't realised his potential, he still has that potential. I understand that you know unrealised potential stands for nothing, but he's still got time. And Finn Balor is a man to bring that out of him. So I actually think they're going to have a really good match. But the fact that it's on a pay per view called Extreme Rules, Baron Corbin just shaved his head, and they needed something else, and they didn't do it. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 a strange one. It's a strange one to me. And yeah, again, I don't necessarily think the uh, the build up to this over the last few weeks is. And there's no real reason to watch. They did a tag match on on Raw. Where what was it? it? Was Finn Balor and who the hell did he team up with? Oh, Bobby Roode going against yeah. Elias and, and Baron Corbin, and it was all right. Baron Corbin won after he hit the end of days on Bobby Roode. I mean, there's a segue. Bobby Roode right now is utterly lost. So I'm really hoping they're planning to do some kind of heel turn with him soon. It's not even on the card, is he, for Extreme Rules? No, neither is Elias. I imagine they may do something with Elias. But Elias can get away with not being on the card, given who he is. He just can't, you know, for yeah. right or wrong. But Bobby Roode right now is... Yeah, I don't... Pff, I don't know. I don't know. So all of this seems... It seems a bit strange to me. It, it, just with the hair. With that, with the hair thing is... I don't, what were they thinking? I don't get it. I don't get it. It's so obvious. Yeah, it was. But they just cut it off. I guess they wanted to change his character, though, didn't they, to this constable? But, but, he, hasn't, but he hasn't done anything over the uh, recently. We could have held off till next week. Surely we could have held off till next week. 
Yeah, and I don't think they even really needed to change the character either to that weird Constable Corbin thing. I actually think Russo would have been better. I said that on Ups and Downs this week when uh, Kevin Owens was mucking around with Kurt Angle. I was like, man, Owens would have been so much better in this role. Not that I think Corbin's bad. I actually like Corbin in that role, but I just think we could have done something different. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, who have you got here anyway? Finn Balor or Baron Corbin? I can see Corbin winning it. To be honest, I think Corbin will win it just because I think this is a long-term feud, which will come with it at SummerSlam. And if that's the case, yeah. I think you have to have your uh, your heel win first, because otherwise, why why the hell would it carry on to begin with? You yeah, know? and I think he's, he's got a little bit more going for him at the moment. He's certainly Finn got Balor's. he's certainly got more going on than Finn Balor, who continues yeah. to just do nothing really, which is very strange. Yeah, is that? I mean, Finn Balor's not really going anywhere at the moment, so it doesn't really matter if he loses again. I guess. No, no, it's true. Uh, and I don't know if it builds to a big match at SummerSlam again where they should have been shaving people's head, but they're not. But if it does and Balor wins, I'm okay with it. I am. I think that's all right. I think that's all right. I've got no problem with that whatsoever. Um, so, okay, we'll go through the card now. Uh, we'll start with the New Day versus uh, Sanity, which apparently is on the pre-show. Only got announced after SmackDown and it's already been dumped on the pre-show. It's going to be a tables match. I think it will be all right, but my biggest problem with Sanity right now is that they just never win. Every time they're between the ropes, they lose. Um, it, it doesn't matter how many sort of you know, on SmackDown they did a sneak attack. Uh, it was Daniel. It was the team Hell No on Miz TV, and Bludgeon Brothers came out to confront them, and Sanity came out from nowhere. New Day make the save. Heels beat them down. We built to a tag team main event. It was fine, but again, Sanity took the loss in that one. Um, I can't remember who it was now. Who got the pin? Oh, Daniel Bryan need Eric yeah. Young in the face, and he won. No problem with Daniel Bryan winning or being treated like uh, the superstar that he is, because he should be. You know, that's exactly who he is and how he should be uh, handled. But again, what difference does it make if Sanity keep doing sneak attacks and when push comes to shove, they lose? The best thing about a tables match is that you can. Like Big Show did all those years ago when he stepped through a table and no one really won or lost. So maybe you could do that, but I think it's going to happen. I think Sanity will lose again, and I think the New Day will win. Yeah, probably, yes. I mean, I haven't had a tables match for ages. Christ, that was years ago I saw a tables match. But, I mean, why it's on the pre-show when it's it's Extreme Rules. That has a stipulation, that match, which would fit into Extreme Rules, yet Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin, which is just a singles match, is on the main card. Well, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't like the pre-show in any sense because while it doesn't actually make that much difference given the network, it's the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But it's the feeling that WWE have given it that if you are on the pre-show, it's not as big as being on the main show. And also, why is it a tables match? Have they? Has anyone been put through a table when they've been fighting? I mean, I do. I do forget no. a lot. I won't lie. I don't think so. I don't remember seeing that. And again, it couldn't have been that impactful because it's gone out of my brain. Yeah, so, and is it when it, when they say a tables match? Is it just one person through a table, or I, is it everybody has to go through a table? They've done both in the past, haven't they? I would presume. Yeah. I would presume it's one person, and maybe uh, I don't know. I would say one person. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that for sure. It, they did it back, I mean, years ago, back at Royal Rumble 2000, didn't they? They did Dudley's versus the Hardys, I think. It might have been a triple threat, I can't remember. And that was, everybody had to go through a table. And that was really good. But when it's just one, there's six guys in there and only one of them has to go through a table. So that's not so great, I don't think. But, I mean, if it's going to be on the pre-show, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because it will get interrupted constantly and... That, that's the other thing that annoys me about the pre-show is they interrupt the matches. Oh yeah, it's not really a fo- it's not really a focus, is it? It's kind of it's kind of just there. 
But you know, yeah. look, I mean, if Sanity do manage to get the win, I think that will help. But I, I just can't see. I don't really. I, maybe Vince McMahon doesn't see much in Sanity, which I would find bizarre. But maybe he just thinks they're they're not his kind of people. Which is strange because they're really good. They are well, not only they're really good, but they offer something different. Like we don't get many, yeah. gr- we don't get any many groups anymore. And I think Eric Young is he's like a chameleon. He can do he can do whatever you give him. But I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. It's not the worst pre-show match in the world. The New Day are very entertaining. I know I like them a lot. I especially liked on SmackDown where um, Team Hell No and, and the New Day were trying to come up with a plan for later on in the night. And Daniel Bryan wanted to chop everybody down to size. And Kane was just like, nah, we'll just set them on fire and, and drag them to hell. This <laughs> like, is just, I love that team. I, I just think it's so silly and it's so irreverent and it breaks the fourth wall constantly. Did you see the end of SmackDown as well? Where oh, it's, pyro. Uh, it's just so dumb but it just works so well I'm not saying it's the greatest thing I've ever seen because it's certainly not and I understand some people don't like that stuff I like that stuff it just tickles me in the right way it's just so ridiculous um, and we'll, we'll go to that match who have you got in Sanity New Day by the way I'm going to say Sanity just because I like them that's fair enough I hope you're right I really do I think the New Day can win and they're untouchable but, you and know, obviously Sanity have been losing a lot so, you know, if you go by WWE logic, then they should win at the pay-per-view if they keep losing. I hope you're right. My worry is they don't actually like them. No. Or they don't see something. I don't know. I mean, I'll go New Day. I hope you're right, to be completely honest. We talked yeah. about Team Hell, though. They are going against the Bludgeon Brothers for the tag team titles. I find this one a really hard to call because... It depends how you look at it. I don't necessarily think they need to win. And I actually would like the Bludgeon Brothers to continue to I, I would like to use that the, almost this match as a, as a reason to get them over more because i think they're a really good tag team and i think there's more we can do with them however having daniel bryan and kane lose at this sort of juncture seems a bit strange but i like that i like that split the fact that i'm not 100 percent sure i think is good and also there is the ace in the hole which is of course the miz smackdown this week started with daniel bryan and kane coming out for miz tv uh, Daniel Bryan just wanted to punch Miz in the face. Kane kept stopping him. The Miz played a promo, which basically took the mick out of both of those two. So look, we, we, we've laid the seeds. You've got to imagine they're going to fight at WrestleMania, if that, uh, WrestleMania at SummerSlam. If that is the case, we don't really need to put the tag team titles on them. So I'm kind of, I don't really know which direction they're going to go in here. No, I, I, it's diff- a different one to call, isn't it? Because obviously Kane has got the whole, you know, mayor thing going on as well. So it seems difficult to believe they'll put the belts on Brian and Kane. Um, and how, I mean, when did Bludgeon Brothers win the titles? Is it WrestleMania? WrestleMania, yeah, yeah. They haven't done a lot since then. Them. Yeah, they've had them for a while, but they haven't had many decent feuds, have they? So, yeah, I mean, I can see the Bludgeon Brothers winning. I would like them. Be, I, they won't beat them clean, I wouldn't have thought. Well, I don't think they have to either, because I think, again, I, we're only a month away from SummerSlam or thereabouts. Let them is interfere. Let the Miz, yeah. let the Miz come down. It, it, you know, Daniel Bryan doesn't even have to take the pinfall if you don't want to give that away. Kane can take the pin. You know, there's there's loads of stuff that we can do. So you know, I'm 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 excited to see. I I, I like this match. I like the Bryan brothers. I really like Daniel Bryan and Kane. I just think they're fun, and sometimes I just need fun on my, you know, on my on my WWE TV. So I really don't mind who wins or loses. To me, it's about it's you know you know tying it into today, given that you know England are playing in the semi-finals of the World Cup. To me, it's all about it, the, the finish. Doesn't matter. It's about the performance and what happens between the you know the, between bells that counts. Because I think we can tell a lot of cool stories here. Yeah, no, I think it'd be a good match. I mean, Kane's always entertaining, and so is Daniel Bryan. So 
you know, I don't think you can really go wrong with that one, to be honest. On that note as well, just as we're talking about SmackDown, given that a lot of the time, it's usually about 80% of the Raw audience follows it through to SmackDown. How low do you think the SmackDown rating is going to be tonight or tomorrow, whenever it comes out? Lowest ever? Lower, yeah, it's going to have to be, isn't it? You'd think so, right? I mean... Raw is the more popular show. It's going to be interesting, though. Again, I don't think it's the end of the world. but And that's not just for WWE. It's everything. Everything even related to WWE is just down. That's what happens at this time yeah. of year. Hopefully, uh, it picks back up with SummerSlam. All right, let's talk about some women. Let's talk about Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Uh, Alexa Bliss, obviously, is the Raw champion. She's having uh, Nia Jax and Extreme Rules. And uh, Ronda Rousey is going to be sat at ringside. I like the setup to this. I don't like the whole Nia Jax being face heel, face heel, face heel. I really like Alexa Bliss. I think she's a great character. But I think having Ronda Rousey sat at ringside adds a needed uh, pinch of salt to all of this. Because obviously if she gets involved, she can't get DQ because it's an extreme rules match. There are no disqualifications. So to me, there's every chance to set up a three-way between these women, Jax, Bliss, and Rousey, which helps Rousey as she continues to segue into the ring. And allow Bliss to leave her their championships through dubious means. Because Rousey can get annoyed with Bliss, get in the ring. I don't know, beats her up or whatever. That annoys Nia Jax. There's a distraction. Alexa Bliss then rolls up. Whatever. There's so many things we can do here. And I actually think it's going to be quite decent. I don't know why. Just my gut feeling. I think it's going to be all right. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. I think, I mean, Alexa Bliss is always good as far as I'm concerned. I think she's a great champion. And I'm glad they put the belt back on her. But, um... Because I thought the cash in at the la- at the money in the bank pay per view was great. Um, yeah, I mean Nia, obviously her character tends to sort of flip flop a bit, but I mean on Raw she looked pretty good, and the fans were behind her on Raw. Sounded like to me, so it. I mean, it's probably just going to be Nia throwing around Alexa Bliss a lot. I'm but, right with that, and then but and then Nia can use weapons to try and balance it all out. I got no problem with that. Yeah. I- I, mean, I think it'd be good. Yeah, and no, I do. And I, like I say, I like Ronda Rousey being at ringside. I always think that adds something to proceedings. Um, and yeah, I just want to... Ronda's bound to get involved at some point because she wouldn't be there otherwise if she's just going to sit there and watch. Yeah, if they do that, that would be a real mistake. I think you, you, yeah. d- you definitely want to uh, you d- you definitely wanna use it. Um, yeah. If you don't do that I, think that, I think that would be madness. But I think they will. And I think Ronda will look good. And I think you can start adding to Ronda's character there. I mean, the only problem I have with that is that if Nia Jax does get mad at her, that's going to convolute her good guy, bad guy persona even further. But whatever. Do, do what you've got to do. But I do like this on paper. And I want Alexa Bliss to walk away with the title. I want Ronda Rousey to get involved. And I want Nia Jax to look like a, a monster. And I think I'm going to get all of those things. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah. I think Bliss, Bliss will win it, I think. I can't see her dropping the title straight away. I think she'll hold on to it for a while. Yeah, I hope she does. I really do. I, I'm, I'm moderately all right with oh, we're positive about this one I, th- I think it could come yeah. out and surprise a lot of people uh, other tag team match matt hardy and bray white who are the champs taking on the b team uh once more i'd love the b team to win but again i look at the booking i see the fact that every time that bo dallas and curtis axels have singles matches over the last few weeks they've won so i'm like yeah. okay matt hardy and bray white are going to retain the championships which i actually think is a mistake Again, you can watch my, uh, this week on What Culture, I've done a Extreme Rules prediction uh, show for them as well, where I go into a bit more detail than I am now. But really, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt aren't as crazy as they should be. And the way to ramp that back up is to give them a catalyst to get mad. And what a great catalyst it would be to lose the championships, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. Also, you know, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel have momentum. I think it makes so much sense to do a tag team uh, t- title switch here, but then... I take a step back and I'm like, it's, it just, it's just not. I can't, I don't believe it in my heart of hearts. No, I can't see it happening. 
it's I mean I mean I don't think Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt have got much uh, steam behind them since they formed as a tag team to be honest they're they've not really elevated the tag team belts as they probably should have I mean mainly because they don't really do a lot with Matt Hardy either anymore because they kind of did that initial run with the Woken Matt Hardy stuff and it's kind of died out a bit um and I just can't see the B team winning, to be honest. No, nah, which is a shame because if they don't win, where the, what the hell happens to them? Do you know what exactly. I mean? Like what what now is their peak really? So yeah. if they if they don't win, it, it's not as bad as Nakamura not winning the WWE title. But it is that whole oh well, where do you go now? It's not like they have another um, a belt to fight over. There's nothing like they, 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 there's uh, nothing to fight over. Then what other tag teams are there on Raw? Authors of Pain, I guess. And then, well, I mean, I guess so. But I mean, if they fought the authors of pain, they're just going to get run through, aren't they? Authors of pain would yeah. kill the B team, and that is my only concern with all of this. If they don't win the titles, you may get one more match out of this, even though it'd be a bit weird. But then that's it; we're done. It's over, and we're we're, we're back to whatever came before. It'd be nice if they finally acknowledged that Bo Dallas is Bray Wyatt's brother. <laughs> you can't really hide it now either. They look pretty similar. No, it's true, but I don't. I'm, I mean, for me, the natural tag team there is Bray and Bo as I, some kind of tag team. I've wanted that for a while. I always yeah, thought, yeah, I right. always thought that was good. But again, I, it just doesn't seem like they have any interest in doing that. And no. also, if if they are going to do that, you've got to tell more of a story because you know I, I don't mind tag teams breaking up, but if you're going to break them up, at least yeah, tell me a story, tell me a narrative, make me care. Don't just you know throw everybody under the bus, which they seem to love to do. Yeah, I mean, I think it's Matt and Bray make sense as a tag team as well, to be fair, with their respective gimmicks. But they just don't seem to be doing a lot with it. Well, I think it's the tag team scene in general. That's why I really enjoyed SmackDown this week, because it felt like the tag team division was really important. And all they had to do was, you know, start the show off with that, have a bit of skits in between. The main event was, you know, all the tag teams getting involved. And they don't really do that on Raw. You know, this week on Raw, it was what? Bo Dallas versus Matt Hardy. You know, again, it kind of ended in dubious circumstances. The story they were trying to tell was, oh, Matt Hardy's he's, he's sick of all the, uh, you know, the pretense and the taking the mic and, and, and everything else. But it never really went anywhere. So, I, I don't know. It's not as good as I would have hoped, but it was okay. No, and the, plus this match really is Extreme Rules. This could be for the Hardy compound. We could have done that. And I imagine that would have been a lot of fun with the B team yeah. as well. Would have been great. Just an extreme rules match at the Hardy compound, you know, play off the whole Woken Matt Hardy thing. Yeah, and it would have given the the pay-per-view a bit of a... I I like pay-per-views that are well-paced. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, that's why I like... Again, I always go back to this, but that's why I thought they did so well at WrestleMania by doing that whole John Cena and Undertaker thing because it felt like it made the event feel shorter because of how it was paced. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't have minded that. I wouldn't have minded something. I, I think it ties into the whole Matt Hardy thing. I know we've done it before, but with someone like the B team, I think you probably could have done it again or, or something different. However, I am going to go with Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt to retain. Yeah, me too. Oh, nice and easy, that one. Uh, where should we go next? We'll go to Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins in the 30-minute Iron Man match. Now, yeah, I get it. A lot of people have a problem with this because they're like, didn't they just have a match that went longer than 30 minutes on Raw. And yes, they did. But we can't worry about that. If we worry about that, we're all going to go crazy. So let's not, let's not worry about that. I, I think this will be the best match of the night. I think that Seth Rollins will retain the, the IC Championship. And I also think this is where we're going to start breaking up Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. These are my predictions. 
Yeah, no, I'm excited about this one. This will be a good one, I think. We haven't seen an Iron Man match for ages as well. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I just think it's just, the match is going to be good. There's just, there's just no way that, that it can't be. And also, I think there's an easy get out here. You know, I think that Drew McIntyre had everything on Raw where he had to beat Seth Rollins if he wanted to be ringside uh, on Sunday. He did beat him. Again, Dolph Ziggler got involved because, of course, he did. So he has to make some kind of impact at ringside. And the best way to do that, in my head, is he tries to get involved. He screws up. He costs Dolph Ziggler the match. It allows Seth Rollins to go and feud with somebody else over the IC title. Drew and Dolph can do their feud. Drew can win. And let's face it, Drew needs to be a main eventer sooner than later. Let's not wait around anymore. He's got everything that it takes. Cut a really good promo on Raw itself. Let's just go with it. Let's just do it. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah, and they don't mind doing that. Like, they, they, they have no problem in hot potatoing the IC title around. I may not like it, and it may, oh. it may kind of take away the importance, but we are doing that. So let's make it time. What a great way that would be. Again, we can finish this. Much like the Nia Jack stuff, we can finish it. And going into Raw, we can have three stories potentially to tell. And I believe that's going to help with the, um, you know, with, with the ratings things as well. The more stories there are, the more interesting things can become. And the more hopefully people will watch. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm just excited about it because it's an Iron Man match. Exactly. How many falls do you think we're going to get? Do you think it could be a one and done? Or maybe like do a few, two, three? No, I reckon it could. Yeah, it could be. It could be something like a three-two. Yeah, I think. I mean, we don't think we have time for like a, a five-four or something like that. That'd need to be an hour. But, and I admit, yeah, and I liked when they used to do one-hour Iron Man matches as well. They were better. But yeah, I just worry that the the the. Obviously, that'd be too long for this. That needs to be a main event if it's going to be an hour. Yeah, I, I think I think that's the problem. I'll go Seth. I mean, I definitely think Seth's going to win. But just to have a bit more fun with it, I'll go Seth wins two to one. That would be my guess. Yeah, I think Seth. Definitely. I reckon it'd be about 3-2. Okay. Um, I like it. We're taking it into football now. <laughs> I'm all right with it. Well, it is the World Cup. Oh, yeah. But I, mean, I definitely Drew McIntyre. He definitely screws up in some fashion. I really, I really do think that's going to that's gonna go down that way. And I'm all right with it. I'm, I'm all right with yeah. it. Like, Drew McIntyre has so much. So does Dolph, but we know the Dolph story. So let's start having some fun with Drew McIntyre. But, yeah, Seth Rollins walks away as IC champ. And I guess, who could he feud with, though? I mean, maybe Elias again. You could go back to that, or maybe Bobby yes, Roode. That's what I was thinking. Who can he feud with after that? I mean, I turn I Bobby Roode. I would turn Bobby Roode heel, and I would do that feud. I think if we turn Bobby Roode Roode heel, it's going to be excellent. I, I I think that will give him exactly what he needs. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the the card, the rest of the card, and to be fair, there's a lot of people on there he could feud with. I mean, people like Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, even Baron Corbin. But I guess they're going to carry on their feud. Um, I mean, Kevin Owens is surely going to be free after this well, match. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. There, there is, there, there are, but there's, there's potential, which is why I like the fact that yeah. Dolph, Dolph, and Drew kind of spinning off into their own thing, and uh, yeah, the IC title being open again. But we will see. I'd rather, I'd rather not see Bobby Roode versus Seth Rollins. I must. Admit. If they turn Bobby Roode heel, I'm all right with it. I oh, Jinder Mahal. You could have Jinder Mahal versus Seth Rollins. Well, no, he's a good guy now. He's all happy, and yes. I mean, what was that? Yeah, he's not card either, actually, is he? He's not. I mean, I, I cannot believe that he's done a, a full-on character term with no story. I don't, what? Why could we could have built that up over weeks? Why could we just have some fun with these things? No, not allowed to have fun. Things just change on a dime each and every week in Raw. It's yeah. madness. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Uh, Carmella, the SmackDown Women's Champ, is also taking on Oscar. As I said, James Ellsworth is going to be suspended above the ring in a shark cage. Don't worry about that. Some way he will get out. Some way he will interfere. And Carmella's going to retain. I'm almost convinced this is going to happen. Yeah, me too. 
I mean, as soon as I saw it, it was going to be a shark cage. There's no way he's not getting out of that. He's he's definitely escaping, and she's definitely going to win. Yeah, I I just the my worry here is that we are going to get a few months removed from WrestleMania, and Oscar's going to have nowhere to go because I don't think she's going to win here. So she has to be taken out of the title picture. You can't lose twice, or maybe you can because it's you know under dubious means. But really, then she then has to go to the end of the line. I yeah. don't. I don't see what. Again, I, I don't mean to harp on a dead horse, but then why on earth did we cost her undefeated streak at WrestleMania? Charlotte didn't gain anything. Oscar didn't gain anything. Carmella didn't gain anything because she didn't cash in for the next night or the next week, whatever it was. So I just don't get it. I don't get what the plan here was. No, I, I, it feels like there isn't really a plan, doesn't it? Yeah, it just I feels mean, like they're like let's take let's get rid of Oscar's streak because it just makes life easier. I guess I don't know. Yeah, and I just can't see them taking the belt off Carmella. I can see her holding it for quite a long time because as much as she is annoying, she's actually quite good at playing that heel champion. Oh no, I, I will say I like Carmella as champion, and I like yeah. Carmella. I think she gets better in each and every week. Uh, yeah, I certainly don't want to you know take away from the positives there. And you know if she can then go into a feud with. I don't know, Charlotte or whoever out the back, or Becky Lynch ideally out the back of this, that would be great. But it's just Oscar that I worry about because she really is the most talented, well, her and Charlotte, the most talented women on both of the women's rosters. And yet, I feel like we're booking her into a dead end or into a yeah, corner at least anyway. I think she kind of suffered from the whole Ronda Rousey thing, didn't she really? Because she was kind of the Ronda Rousey before Ronda Rousey came in, if you know what I mean. So yeah. she was... She had this big streak and, you know, she used the arm bar thing as a finisher. And then all of a sudden Rousey comes in and Oscar's just kind of forgotten after that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a really strange thing. I mean, I understand it only ever takes a few weeks to, to ramp somebody back up. But yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But yeah, for me, it's a lock here. Carmella definitely retains. I just can't see them giving yeah. it to Oscar and... And, I, and, you know, I liked everything, well, kind of liked everything they did on SmackDown. You know, James Ellsworth and Oscar in a, in, a, in a Lumberjack match. He tried to get away. The Lumberjacks threw him back in. And then Oscar eventually won. There were some cool dives. And the heels got the sort of the heat on, um, on Oscar when all was said and done because James Ellsworth sprayed her in the face with, <laughs> with some spray. But I don't know. I don't necessarily think that James Ellsworth has added much to this. I, I, it's entertaining, but I don't necessarily think it's helped. Maybe. I don't know. No, I kind of like having him there now, though. Yeah, no, I don't mind it. I, I just... I it makes know, we'll sense see. for him to be there. Yeah, he does. But, but I, I, I kind of feel like they, they, they've put him in so they've got a get-out clause. I guess that's my thing with it. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything else that we can just bring him back and... I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, I, I think Carmella retains. Um, yeah, Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, singles match for the US Championship. I'm very excited about this because Jeff Hardy and Nakamura, to me, still feels fresh. I think on a big stage, they could do really well. And also, if Nakamura does win this championship, which he can, doesn't hurt Jeff Hardy at all because he's Jeff Hardy and everybody loves him regardless, it justifies Nakamura's heel turn. He should have won the, the WWE title, but that's not going to happen, so there's no point worrying about it. You know, it, it, it writes itself. It's the US championship. Obviously, his heel gimmick is very centered around the fact he's Japanese. He's awesome. When he, uh, he took on AJ Styles on SmackDown this week, it was a DQ after Rusev got involved, but he was wearing all the Hardy, like... Uh, what do you call them? Sleeves. He's yeah. just, he's excellent. And all he's missing right now is a title. Again, I'd much rather he would won the main championship. Not going to happen given the US one. Yes, I, 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 I don't know why I'm into this so much, but I really am. Yeah, no, he's got to win it here, surely. I mean, if he doesn't win it here, then 
what was the point of the heel turn? Well, exactly. If he doesn't win it here, I think it really, it, it must like Oscar it really leaves him in a bad position. And that's yeah. doubly bad because they're the Royal Rumble winners. So one of them's got to sort of have, you know, an upturn at some point. Otherwise, what's the point of the Royal Rumble? Yeah, and no, I mean, I like Nakamura so much more as a heel as well. He's done really well since oh, then. He really uh, should have won the title against AJ Styles. Even if it was just for a month. It really, yeah. really would have helped so much. He should have won the last man standing match, really. Um, but yeah, no, he's doing really well at the moment as a heel. But, and he's got to win this title, surely. But Jeff Hardy doesn't need it as such. No, he doesn't. He's, he's over regardless. He's Jeff Hardy. That, you know, everybody loves Jeff Hardy. Um, and some people would probably want Jeff Hardy going for the heavyweight title anyway. So why not just give it to Nakamura? I think they have to, especially because at the moment we've mentioned that there'll be a few title changes. Um, I know we haven't actually, have we? At the moment we said the only one that's going to change is Seth Rollins winning the IC title. So, you know, I think we need a couple of, uh, of shake-ups here. So, yeah, I, I think that's another reason to do it, just to make sure yeah. the, the card stays interesting. And also it just benefits Nakamura so much going forward. He can really push that home, but again, play out the whole Japanese thing. I think it's got to happen. I think Nakamura has to win. Jeff Hardy winning here means nothing. And also then you can have a big blow-off match at SummerSlam or whatever you want to do. I don't know. But yeah, yeah I, I, I think I, this is one where it's really important that Nakamura gets something out of it because he hasn't over the last few months, but has still managed to tread water because his character is so good. Yeah, and, and it's got potential to be a really good match as well. I think so. Jeff Hardy's yeah, still Jeff great, Hardy, yeah. great connection with the fans. Obviously, Nakamura's Nakamura, so... Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. A fairly hard-hitting match, I think, that one. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Like, really genuinely very, very, very excited about it. It could steal the show, uh, even with um, uh, Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler. But as always, we will see. We'll move into Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens in a steel cage match. I think it'll be all right. I actually don't mind the build between these two. A lot of people thought it was a little bit campy on Raw, and you're right, it was. But Kevin Owens is so good, I just feel like he could pull everything off, so I can't get too mad at him. And uh, and then yeah, Braun Strowman wins. I always bet against Braun Strowman, then realize how stupid that is to do, because he's missed the money in the bank, and also he's you know he's the chosen one at the moment. But I always kind of think, well, he can probably lose, especially in a match like this where Kevin Owens can just climb over the top to escape. But I don't really think that's going to happen. I think that um, yeah, I, I think Braun Strowman will win. I think Kevin Owens will probably get beaten up for a while. And then I think it's probably the end of their feud as well, which is not really the end of the world. But no. I, I haven't hated it because Kevin Owens entertains me and I will watch Kevin Owens in most sort of scenarios. Yeah, I mean, I've got no problem with the build whatsoever. I thought, I think Kevin Owens is fantastic at pretty much everything. Um, and when he does do the like sort of funny stuff, it doesn't come across as cheesy, I don't think. And Braun Strowman's fantastic at it as well. I mean, I know, obviously, you want him to be a monster, but, you know, when he does the funny stuff as well, it's, it's funny. So I have no problem with him pushing him off the stage in the toilet. If that's what they want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. That's said it's that loud. Stage, it's it's going to be great. I think so. And I, I also think that, you know, Kevin Owens selling the whole I'm scared of this monster and running away. I just think it's going to be a lot of fun. Maybe you don't want fun from a match like this, but, you know, it, sometimes you just need it. I think this is going to be, I just think it's going to be enjoyable. I don't really think it matters if Kevin Owens does lose, uh, yeah. especially because of where he segue off into something else. I would like to see him higher up the card, but that's not for me to decide. 
Um, yeah, so I'd, yeah. like see, I'd like to see him going for their universal title. Yeah, me too. I would. I would but, as well. But I, I can't. Thinking, though, being a steel cage match, we'll, we might get to see Kevin Owens jump off the top of the cage. May see something like that potentially. Frog splash it, off yeah, the top of the cage. Yeah. That'd be cool. I can see that. Maybe Braun Strowman just moves or no sells it. I think that'd be quite fun, actually. I, I would like that. But uh, I think this is going to be okay. Um, I think it will be a little bit in hindsight of, okay, it came and went. But whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, it, I, I don't mind. I just like him. I like Kevin Owens. Yeah. And I, and I do like Braun Strowman still. I do, I do feel like WWE's ruined him a little bit in the sense they didn't capitalize on it because of Roman Reigns and he's got to be the guy. But I ain't going to worry about that too much because we'll all die soon and we'll be like, why don't we just enjoy wrestling while we could? <laughs> so, I think Braun will, get, Braun will get his time. I think. I, I think so. I just think that, well, who knows? We'll have to wait and see what happens. But yeah, Braun Strowman for me here. I think that's yeah, quite, me yeah, I think it's quite a certainty. And we will do it in the order that I imagine WWE is going to do it. So we'll do AJ Styles and Rusev first. I liked everything they did on SmackDown with these guys. Like Rusev interrupted the match between AJ Styles and Nakamura. Then we, we segued into a tag team match um, with Jeff Hardy teaming with uh, Styles to take on Nakamura and Rusev. And Rusev just kicked Jeff Hardy in the face and got the pin. So right now Rusev is flying. But unfortunately, I believe the only reason he is flying is because he's going to lose on Sunday at Extreme Rules. And that just uh, it breaks my heart because I don't think he's ever going to get another opportunity to, to be WWE champion. If we didn't pull the trigger on Rusev Day, which we hadn't, he's still a heel. But I'm gonna, as I've said on ups and downs, and I'm going to say again now, I'm just going to enjoy the fact that right now he's where, where I always wanted him to be, even though Styles will win this match as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, even if he does lose, at least he got to compete for the title. Yeah, and it, 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 exactly. We can we can sort of blur, close our eyes and blur the lines a little bit. Like, oh well, this is we can pretend that all is all is well in the world. Yeah, I mean, you never know. He could win it. You know, Styles has had it for a long time. When he win it last November, didn't he? November two thousand seventeen. But still, yeah. I don't. I don't see two reasons. If they're not going to give it to Nakamura, I don't believe they're going to give it to Rusev. Uh, essentially because they play the same role, right? Like, oh, evil, dastardly, foreign heel. Uh, yeah. But then there's the fact that Samoa Joe has been quiet recently, and that's because he's going to pop back up and feud with AJ Styles for the title. And that's why I don't mind too much. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the WWE title, which is so surreal in so many ways, given what they did in TNA, is, is, is brilliant. I, I do want Rusev to win, but if that's the fallout from it all... And that's what we're going to do at SummerSlam. What a flipping good match to have at SummerSlam. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe for the WWE title. It's just as, you know, as sort of smart fans or Mark fans or loser fans or whatever you want to call us, that to me is just, it's very exciting. Yeah, and I've forgotten about Samoa Joe actually because again, he's not on the card. <laughs> but I think they've done that on purpose. That's why I think it yeah. works so well. I think he's going to pop up and go, oh shit, it's Joe. So yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I'm yeah. very excited about that. I can get on board with that. Styles versus Samoa Joe at SummerSlam. That's potentially a great match. So, yeah, AJ Styles is winning this. I think so. I, I mean, I, I would, look if um, if Rusev wins it, and, there, and and some kind of earthquake is reported, it's from my house. <laughs> I will, <laughs> I will absolutely explode with uh, with glee. So, yeah. We will, uh, we, will, we will wait and see. But I'm with you. I'm with you. I think AJ yeah. Styles retains. And then we get to what is probably the main event, which is Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley. I do have a problem with that because I believe if you've got a world title match, it should be a main event, but whatever. I don't worry about that stuff. I, fair play to Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. I thought everything they did that on Raw was everything they could have done to try and get people interested in their match. I thought their promos were decent. I thought their pull-apart was good. I, you know, I, I can believe they actually don't like each other. 
You may not like this match, and a lot of people don't, but it is fresh, it is new. And I really do believe both of them have done everything that they could. Yeah, no, I thought the bet, uh, the bet on Raw was, was good. It went on a little bit too long, I thought. But, yeah, I thought it was good build. The build before that had been a bit lacklustre, probably. But, I mean, I, I think this has got potential to be a good match. No, I do. I think it, it all depends on what the crowd do, right? Because if they start booing and hissing, it's going to be a problem for people watching on TV to buy in. But if they don't, and maybe we can get behind Bobby Lashley for a while just for some fun. I mean, Roman Reigns will win it because I truly believe this is where we're finally going to start his ascent to win the Universal title for all the reasons we talked about earlier. But there's every chance that they have a good match. Bobby Lashley can come out the other side feeling better and with a lot more momentum. Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns. There's not much we can do about that now. But they really can smash the crap out of each other. I think this could be really, really, really good. I really, really do think that. I think the potential is there. And both guys can work. It's not like they're rubbish wrestlers. They're not. Yeah, no, I really hope Bobby Lashley has a good match because I don't think he's shown his full potential since he's come back. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I think this is a chance for him to actually do something decent because he's not been paired with the best people, has he? So, you know, going against Sami Zayn was not really... Well, they were never going to let Sami Zayn do what they wanted to do against him, were they? So, backed into a corner. Yeah, no, I think, you know, they're two massive guys, you know, who don't like each other. I think think it should be good. There's not going to be loads of rest holds hopefully um but i do worry i do worry the crowd are just going to ignore it that is my worry let's not do that i know i don't think the the relevant people are going to hear this anyway but let's not do that let's let's just let's just enjoy it for what it is like they are good wrestlers they could easily put on on a really good show and i i think it's I think it's important sometimes. I don't like saying this, and I don't mean how it sounds, because I truly believe if you pay your money, you should do whatever you want. However, sometimes it's nice just to play a role. That's all I say. Just as a, devil, yeah, a devil's enjoy, advocate idea. I don't enjoy here watching the crowd like looking the other way for 15 minutes at a beach ball or something, or doing Mexican waves while two guys are competing. I don't, you know, I know it's fake, but at the end of the day, they're working their ass off just to be ignored, I don't really get that. No, I, I, I'm, honest. I'm with you. I know I'm everybody's got a right to protest and stuff, but, I mean, we're talking about fake wrestling here. You know, it's not, it's not like it's a legitimate sport. So, you know, they'll push you, they want to push, and if they want to push reins, they will. Yeah, no, exactly. So, you know, you do whatever you want to do, but just as a fan watching on TV, that's what I would prefer. That's yeah, what, same here. But like I said, I, you know, if that's what people want to do. Then fair play. I've got yeah. it. Just—it's becoming long in the tooth. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. yeah, it's getting old, and I don't—I don't know why WWE is so persistent in letting it happen as well. Like every pay per view now, because now it's uh, before it didn't seem like the fans were really sort of like almost protesting like they are now. Because yeah. now every time he has a pay-per-view match, they literally just don't give a crap. No, exactly. It's almost like an evolution. I mean, it's not really, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's an evolution from we don't like him to booing him to really booing him to now we just don't care. Yeah. Just like literally doing everything you can to not watch his match. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Just seems it's interesting they let it get that far without just taking him away and just putting the belt on somebody else for a bit. Well, I don't think that's going to happen for some time. I think Roman Reigns wins and we build the summer stand. And I'm all right with it now. Let's just get it done. Let's just yeah, get I'm, it done. 
I don't mind if he wins the belt at SummerSlam. I don't want to see Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar again, but somebody's got to beat him. So Exactly. And if it's going to be Roman Reigns, that's fine. And then we can you know, go back to Braun versus Roman with all the briefcase stuff. I'm okay with that. No yeah. problem with that. No problem with that whatsoever. So that's Extreme Rules. Uh, I think it's actually going to be quite decent. I don't think it's going to change the lives or anything, but I think it will set up SummerSlam quite nicely, and I believe SummerSlam could be quite good this year. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see uh, what happens about that. And, I yeah, hope SummerSlam will be. I think it has to be. I think we're in so much of a lull right now. WWE needs to make sure they make it really do feel like a big sort of WrestleMania 2 almost. Yeah, what was SummerSlam last year? I don't know. Let's, we can look it up, though. We have that power. I'm, I'm very good at forgetting things very quickly. SummerSlam... SummerSlam 2017 was... Was it Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, or was that the year before that? I think that was I the... I can't remember. It, it, was Randy, it was Brock Lesnar defeated Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman in a fatal four-way match. Had Lesnar lost the title, he and Heyman would leave WWE. Don't remember that. And it was, it was during the Jinder, Jinder Mahal reign. Jinder Mahal was the WWE... Uh, Nakamura. That's right. It was... The, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, terrible. Yeah. It, was, it was that, and AJ Styles defeated Kevin Owens for the US title as Shane McMahon as the guest referee... Uh, oh, yeah, Finn yeah. Balor defeated Bray Wyatt. I don't remember any of this. Randy Orton defeated Rusev in that stupid 10-second thing. I remember that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I actually think it was John Cena, Baron Corbin, too, which a lot of people had a problem so, with. So I Big actually... Cast. Big Cass defeated the Big Show with Enzo Amore in a shark cage. Exactly. Well, there you go. I mean, that's shark cage. <laughs> oh, that but, turned out. <laughs> but that's why I quite like Extreme Rules. I think we're already setting up for a much better SummerSlam than that. Because let's say we get Drew McIntyre versus Dolph, AJ Samoa Joe, even Roman versus Brock. You know, it's better than what some of the stuff I read out there. I don't know what Kevin Owens is going to do. But you know, Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin is not, again, it kind of fits into that. But there's options here. So Yeah, definitely. I think you... Hopefully, SummerSlam will be a good one this year. I think so. I'm, 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 it's got to be better than that. Surely. Yeah, exactly. That was a bit of a... Di- I don't, even then, that did well. So, yeah. you know, we, we will see. But I'm, I'm, I'm quietly confident. But yeah, we will, uh, we, we will see what goes down. And yeah, no, extre- I, think, um, I think Extreme Rules is going to be a good one. I think it'll be fun. I, I think that I understand why some people are a little low on it, but I think it's going to be fun. I really do. I think it's going to be a good show <laughs> and just an easy one to watch. I thought Money in the Bank was a good pay per view, though. So yeah, I did too. I what, what do we know, eh? What do we know? <laughs> Clearly nothing. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll be all right. That's this Sunday, obviously. If you want to watch it, uh, please do go over to What Culture Wrestling on YouTube. If you want more of me talking about this stuff? It's going to go up. And I will just say before we begin to wrap things up that next week uh, there will be a podcast, but I don't know when it's going to be. Simply because on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday I'll be up in Newcastle wrestling for Defiant. So if you are in the Newcastle area, please do come on down. I'm entering the Ringmaster Tournament. My first match is against Nathan Cruz, which is going to be a welcome to the wrestling business, to say the least. Um, so keep an eye on that. You know, follow Defiant on Twitter, and they've got a, uh, a subscription service as well called Defiant Access, where you can watch it, should you so wish. Um, yeah, yeah. So the one will go up next week, but when, I do not know. But keep an eye out. I just wanted to make sure I, I threw that. I threw that out there. And also, the reason a lot of people said, oh, why haven't you talked about the G1 special that went down from the Cow Palace? I haven't seen it. And if I haven't seen it, I can't talk about it. Did you see it, Tom, by any chance? Uh, no, I, I did start watching Cody versus Omega this morning. I wanna, is it, from what you've seen, is it good? Well, I've only seen Cody's entrance. Okay, so, right. And he gets carried down to the ring on like a big platform I've thing. I've seen pictures of that. It looks amazing. And there's a man dressed as a bear. And it was quite an entrance, but... I can imagine it's going to be good. I've heard, I've, I mean, I know the result, and I've heard about the ending. Yeah, me too. It sounds, it sounds, it sounds like brilliant. Good. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I will watch it at some point. But, I mean, New Japan at the moment is awesome. So, you know, I can't see it being bad. No, I mean, I, I do want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, it's just time, though, isn't it? That's yeah, the problem. Exactly. And I will get around to it. That's why I haven't talked about it yet. But from what I hear, I mean, the only thing I will say is that, you know, obviously all best wishes to Takahashi. He broke his neck, if you don't know, in an absolutely insane move. I mean, it's just insane. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to worry about stuff like that. It's not for me to make those calls. I just hope that everybody is okay. So we will we we will leave it there. Otherwise, uh, Goldust also had some surgery this week, which apparently could be you know depending how it goes, could be the end of his career. I hope that's not true, and I hope that he goes from strength to strength. It's knee surgery, so I really like Goldust. Jane Storm came out and said that he's ready for a full time WWE schedule, so maybe you'll see him back in NXT soon. Who uh, uh, who knows? And other than that, yeah, that's that. You know, Fandango went under surgery as well, so he'll be off TV for a few months. Not the events on TV because I don't use him right to begin with. And that's that. That is literally everything that has gone down in the wrestling world, or at least anything that's sort of made enough news uh, uh, to be talked about. Tom, is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap this up? No, I don't think so. There we go. So that's it. That's done. Uh, you can find Tom on uh, Twitter. At, is it at Anson underscore Tom? It is, yeah. There we go. You can find him there. You can find me at Simon316. Search that everywhere. If you are on iTunes right now, give us a review. Five stars. Make sure you subscribe. Why not go share it around as well? Should you so wish. And again, also up at youtube.com forward slash the Miller Report rules. And uh, yeah, you can support all this at patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller 316. Other than that, we will be back later in the week to the Q&A episode, and we will be back next week at some point. Again, I don't know. I'll be doing the wrestling, but you can keep an eye on my Twitter feed to, to, to figure it all out. But before we do go, Tom, thank you very much for your time, as always, and for your support. It's a pleasure. Well, you're very kind. You're very kind to me. And again, yeah, that's it. Another week's gone. Another podcast is out. Make sure you keep enjoying wrestling. Amazingly, I've just got one of my news updates through my Venny subscription service. And nothing to do with wrestling, but I'm a big boxing fan. And Lennox Lewis is actually coming out of retirement to fight Klitschko in a rematch. What the fuck is going on <laughs> with the fighting world these days? We'll talk about that another time. That, uh, Lennox Lewis is my favorite boxer ever, but he's 52. Let's not even worry about it. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, my name is Simon Miller. This is a pro wrestling podcast. And I will talk to you again very, very soon.